Thank you for spending another midweek moment with WPT. I'm John Jacobson. Today is Wednesday, the 5th of April, 2023. Before we get started, debate over the state budget has been underway for months, but now it's your time to weigh in. The co-chairman of the Joint Committee on Finance want to hear from you, and it could not be easier. Click the link in the Midweek Moment email to send your thoughts and priorities on the next two-year state budget directly to the Joint Committee on Finance. Your input is critical to this process and will only take a minute of your time. Well, happy Wednesday. Happy April. But I hope you're staying dry out there. Wow, the deluge over the past couple of days has been impressive, for the lack of a better term. But can't complain. Highs in the 70s and approaching 80 in much of the state next week, I have nothing to complain about. If I complain next week, you can never listen to this episode or this program ever again. How's that for a deal? So how's your week going? No matter how you voted yesterday, thank goodness that the political ads, text messages, phone calls, mail pieces will all stop, right? Somebody should conduct research into finding the exact point when a campaign is just wasting their money targeting certain voters. Me, for example, okay, I voted for Daniel Kelly yesterday. I could not believe how much mail I got from the Protosawitz campaign over the past couple of months. You would think that their campaign or these groups would take the time to maybe segment out people who wouldn't vote for them under any circumstances, or you'd think they just want to save the cash. Anyway, whatever, let people waste their money. Let's jump into that news together. So the big story, of course, election results. This will be a quick one today. Liberal candidate for Supreme Court, Janet Protasewicz, declared victory last night over former Supreme Court Justice Daniel Kelly. Protasewicz's win tilts the ideological balance of the court to the left for the first time in about a decade and a half. Protasewicz, who will be sworn in on the court over the summer, garnered 1,021,000 votes to Daniel Kelly's 818,000, or 55.5 to 44.5 percentage points. That's a pretty impressive win, by the way. So with the new liberal majority, the Wisconsin Supreme Court is expected to take up countless measures enacted by the Republican-led legislature over the past decade, possibly including policies such as Act 10, Right to Work, and other reforms which have saved taxpayers and small business owners billions of dollars in recent years. And as was promised, the first order of business will likely be striking down the state's abortion prohibition. So there's a lot to come on that. There will be tons of lawsuits challenging everything that the Wisconsin state legislature does, and it will be falling on very, very friendly ears. So it will make for a pretty contentious time. Republican State Representative Dan Canodal, longtime friend of WPT, and he was the 2021 property taxpayer champion, beat out his Democrat challenger by about 2% for the state's Senate seat in the northern suburbs of Milwaukee. It was held by longtime lawmaker Alberta Darling, Governor Evers, as you recall, called a special election following Darling's retirement. The victory for Canodal now gives Republicans a firm supermajority in the state Senate, whereby now they have the power to impeach other branches of government should the simple majority of the assembly, which we know Republicans have, uh, send articles impeachment to the Senate. Things could get very interesting. I People have asked me, do you think that they would use this power? I think it's highly unlikely. Um, I think that it would take a lot of thought. Um, 
for them to do something this year, take something very large for them to do something like this. But I don't think that you're just going to see an impeachment of the governor. And I know a lot of people wanted that, but most of us don't want that, right? Impeachments are a very, very serious thing and aren't shouldn't be used as political tools. Unfortunately, recent history has taught us differently. Uh, but either way, the Republicans in the state Senate will have a supermajority. Wisconsin voters resoundingly supported amending the Constitution. Go figure, to allow for judges when setting bail to consider the totality of circumstances, including the accused previous convictions for a violent crime, the probability that the accused will fail to appear, and the need to protect the community. The 33% who were opposed to this are, are I, I have not talked to many of those people. Actually, in fact, everybody I know was in favor of this amendment yesterday, no matter what ideology uh, they happen to align with. Uh, so I'd be very interested in where the 33% opposed. They just like victimizing criminals. And that's, um, you know, oh, they're, they're actually, they're the product of, you know, systemic problems and everything else. That's false. Violent people should have tough bail, and I hope that this will change things in the state of Wisconsin for good. This is a good time for a disclaimer. This is an editorial podcast, so these are my thoughts. On the advisory referendum on whether able-bodied, childless people seeking taxpayer-funded welfare benefits should work or look for work at the very least, voters overwhelmingly said yes, and it's even funnier here when you look at the margins. The margin was astonishing. 80% of Wisconsinites voted in favor. So let that sink in for a second. This is very good news, by the way. I mean, a lot of us work really hard, and then you look at your paycheck, and you're like, wow. And then for some of us who actually understand the budget process in the state of Wisconsin, when you see how some people would like to spend your money and just give it away to people, um, yeah, this is a great thing. 80% of Wisconsinites agreed on something. Let that sink in, though, for a second. Really give that thought. 80% of Wisconsinites agreed on this topic. And finally today, the Joint Committee on Finance will be in Waukesha today to hear public testimony on the 2023-2025 state budget. Just a reminder, as I said in the beginning, you should take a moment to click on the link in the Midweek Moment email. Let the committee know where you stand on these issues and really quickly so you have a refresher. Today's at the Waukesha County Expo Center in the main arena. That's 1000 Northview Road in Waukesha. Uh, you want to be there between 10 and 5 o'clock. When you get there, you'll need to fill out a slip and wait in line to speak. Tuesday, April 11th, that's a week from yesterday, UW-Eau Claire at the Davies Student Center in the Ojibwa Grand Ballroom, 77 Roosevelt Avenue. Again, 10 to 5. These are all 10 to 5 uh, o'clock every day that they hold these. Wednesday, April 12th, the Wilderness Resort Glacier Canyon Conference Center Sandstone Meeting Room, 45 Hillman Road in the wonderful Wisconsin Dells. And Wednesday, April 26th at Lakeland Union High School, 9573 State Highway 70 in gorgeous Minocqua. Get out there. Otherwise, click the link in the email. There's still a lot of opportunities to be involved. And of course, you can just send your thoughts online if you don't have the time to attend. Stay involved and engage, especially if you're one of the folks who are feeling a little bit raw about yesterday because F. Scott Fitzgerald once said, never confuse a single defeat 
with a final defeat. That's all this week. Kind of a quick one because who wants to hear about politics the day after an election? Have a great rest of your week. And as always, thanks for listening. Wisconsin Property Taxpayers, Inc. is a nonpartisan membership organization consisting of thousands of small business farm and homeowner members in every corner of the state. Founded in 1985, the organization is committed to providing its members with up-to-date information, legislative advocacy, and exclusive cost-saving benefits. Find out how to join at wptonline.org slash join.